Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. So divine healing leaves us with lots of unanswered questions. Let's be honest. We do not understand why God heals some and God sometimes doesn't heal others. We don't really understand why God can heal a person immediately and other times it's a process. See, nobody understands everything about divine healing. Nobody. Each and every one of us has a tendency to be slightly biased or skeptical when it comes to acts of divine healing. Whether it's a lack of faith or because we feel God ignored a personal prayer for healing, we're sometimes hesitant when hearing another's testimony. In today's message, Pastor Mark addresses the mystery of divine healing. Why are some healed instantly while others might take years to recover from a debilitating illness? Each of these are common questions that Pastor Mark addresses as we continue today's study in the book of James. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of today's broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in the book of James, chapter 5, verse 13, with his continuing study entitled, The Power and Wide Influence of Prayer. Spiritual death simply means this. Death is a picture of separation. Here's Adam and Eve. They used to walk with God. Now they're separated because of their sin from God. Some of you here never asked God to come and into your life. You're dead spiritually. Ephesians 2. We were dead in our trespasses. and sin. Oh, you're physically alive, but you're going to die. But spiritually, you're separated from God. Now, if I don't take care of that problem of spiritual death, I will experience eternal death forever. What's eternal death? It means separated from God in hell forever. Now that was what was facing Adam and Eve. That's why we have sickness in our world. Now because of all that, you need to see something. When you look at that, I want you to write this down at all our campuses because if you miss this, you don't understand our world. People today go, what kind of God would allow Ebola? And what are these people chopping heads off? Kind of a God. This is never God. So write this down all our campuses. Death, pain, sickness, and disease were never part of God's original plan. That was never in the plan. But man blew it. And because of that, the consequences of the fall... We have all those things, death, pain, sickness, disease, ISIS, ISIL, chopping heads, killing Christians everywhere. We have that because of sin, the world we live in. Now, keep your finger right there, 
and James and turn back to the book of Matthew, first book of New Testament, all our campuses. Let's watch what Jesus says, Matthew 8, verse 16. And I want you to see this morning that Satan and sin are the cause for sickness and death. We live in a world where Satan rules it. Ultimately, God's over him. But our world is filled with sin. It affects every aspect of the world. People, in fact, Romans 8 says, the earth is groaning. The earth was never meant to have hurricanes, tsunamis, volcanoes exploding. Never. It's groaning. Now watch, watch Satan and sin as Jesus is talked about in verse 16. When evening came, many who were demon-possessed, there's Satan's role, inhabits people, who were brought to him. And he drove out these evil spirits, watch this, with a word. Not a series of counseling sessions, with one word, leave in the name of Jesus. That's amazing. That's the power of God. And healed all the sick. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took our infirmities and he carried our diseases. So what do you see in that verse? Those people were demon-possessed, and needed to be healed physically because Satan and sin are the cause of sickness and death. Not God. We live in a world that is cursed by sin. Now, sometimes we can be responsible for physical things. Not just Satan and sin, but we can be responsible. You know, when you accepted Christ, you became a believer... The Holy Spirit came to live in you. We became the temple of the Holy Spirit. Let me share with you how some people can die early. It just came out. A Red Robin restaurants, Red Robin restaurants, they're mostly out west, kind of connected to, they got a great restaurant. Here's their new milkshake, bourbon and bacon. I'm serious. There's a brand, you have to be 21 to have it. It's a bourbon, bacon, a milkshake. These people will die early, not because of Satan, not because of sin, because they're stupid. <laughs> Bourbon and bacon? It sells for $4.99, $4.79. They're really stupid. They say, Pastor Mark, are you kidding me? No, it's true. But careful. Sometimes we're sick, not because of the original sin or Satan, is because we don't take care of our bodies the way we should. I'll leave that alone. <laughs> so when Adam and Eve died, the curse would happen. What did God do? Well, that DNA of Adam and Eve went to you and me. Every person ever born has that DNA. So what did God do to provide a solution to that? Take a look. Write it down this morning on all our campuses. When Jesus Christ came... God provided a solution to my problem. Forgiveness for sin. That takes care of my spiritual separation. For those of you that need to become a Christian this morning, we'll have an opportunity at all our campuses for you to come down and say, I'd like to get rid of my sin. I'd like to have Christ to live in me. I'd like to leave a new person. Second, healing for sickness. The physical thing that was going to happen was healing. God heals. Third, 
What takes care of eternal death? One thing, eternal life. You see, when you die as a Christian, one of these days, you're going to have a brand new body. You'll be in heaven. There'll be no sickness, no pain. It's the ultimate healing. It's the ultimate healing. We're all headed there as Christians. So that in God's love is an amazing picture of what really happened. Now, let's go back to James 5.15. Remember, we're kind of treading in some deep water and watch what happens. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. And the Lord will raise him up or her up or heal them. So divine healing leaves us with lots of unanswered questions. Let's be honest. We do not understand why God heals some and God sometimes doesn't heal others. We don't really understand why God can heal a person immediately and other times it It's a process. See, nobody understands everything about divine healing. Nobody. Would you just turn to your neighbor and say, I really don't understand everything about divine healing. Go ahead, just just tell him right now. Just tell him. (laughs) Now, I know, uh, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. So I know there's some people in you, you already got the texting going because you emailed me. You're in the process right now. I'm not looking at you, but I know you're there. (laughs) And you're going to say to me, Pastor Mark, you're wrong. I have all the answers to divine healing. I'm going to say to you, you need one of those shakes, maybe three or four of them. (laughs) Because you're 100% wrong. The only one that understands totally divine healing is God. See, you say, well, I'm I'm coming to a church and you're going to tell me you don't understand divine healing? Exactly. Exactly. God's ways are not our ways. All of us have prayed for a situation and God didn't work it that way. And eventually he worked it another way and we went, oh, thank you, Jesus. Because I was wrong the first time. Understand, all of our prayers are subject to God's will. Sometimes God's will is hard for us to discern. I do know that God's will is always best. So I do know in the end of time, there's 100% healing for everyone. Because after death, we get a new body. So you say, well, Pastor Mark, what what truth do you know? Here's the truth I do know. Here's the truth I do know. Write it down this morning. And could I hear an amen as you're writing it down? God still heals today. Hallelujah. Do I understand everything? No. I prayed for people, they got healed. I prayed for other people, they died. I did their funeral. I don't understand it all. But I do know this. The Bible teaches God still heals today. By the way, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, every aspect he does. Now, how do I, why do I believe that? Why does our church believe that? Why do I believe the Bible teaches that? We see divine healing all through the Old Testament. Psalm 103, God not only forgives our sins, but he heals our diseases. Jesus, we just read it, all through the life of Jesus, three and a half years, He healed people. He cast out demons from people. It was the ministry of Jesus all through. He forgave sins. And we know, we read it this morning in the book of Matthew, the prophecy of Isaiah. 
We know divine healing was provided for by Christ's atoning death. By his stripes, we are healed. Spiritually and physically. God provides healing for our body and our soul and our spirit. And last, the church. Ever since the beginning of the church in Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 3, we begin. Acts chapter 2, Peter preaches and the people are healed spiritually. Acts chapter 3, they're walking to pray. And they, John and Peter touch a man who hasn't walked for 40 years, his life. And he's healed instantly. And that goes through the whole church, the New Testament church. And at the end of that, here we are in James chapter 5. 100 years, almost 100 years later. And what are we finding here? James is writing to the churches about divine healing. So the ongoing ministry continues. So what's the problem? Let me explain to you very simply. Satan is a great deceiver. And usually we find truth kind of in the middle of the road. So Satan likes to get us to two extremes. We have at least two extremes in many different things. When we talk about the Holy Spirit, we have all those kind of things. And here we are, free will of man and the sovereignty of God. We have all those kind of divisions. Well, there's a great one in divine healing. Here's an extreme on this end. I'll give them both to you. And an extreme on that end. We believe the answer's in the middle. What's the extreme over here? You will have well-meaning people. And this is, you'll see this on television a lot. And they basically, it's called the name it and claim it, the prosperity doctor. God wants everybody healed. He wants everybody rich. Take that to Iraq this morning to the Christians. Does that fly? Does that work? It doesn't work. So, so these people believe this. They teach that God heals every single person. But if you didn't get healed, it's not their problem. It's not God's problem. It's because you didn't have enough faith. That's 100% wrong. God never condemns anybody like that. Can you imagine? You're a parent, and you and your husband, your two-year-old daughter gets sick. You bring her and pray for her, and the name it and claim it say to you, absolutely, it's God's will. He heals every single time. You pray, three days later, you bury your daughter. You know what they will say to you? Your faith wasn't enough. That's terrible. It's condemning. That is never from God. Never from God. Don't ever go there. You'll see it on TV all the time. Send us $1,000 and your son will come back to God. That's nothing but manipulation from the power of Satan. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. Now, on the other end, we have one million people that say this. They're called cessationists. Pastor Mark, when you get the Bible, I see healing all through the Bible in the Old Testament? Absolutely. I see healing all through the New Testament? Absolutely. But when the New Testament closed, when the apostles finished and we move into the second century, when that closed, Dr. Jesus hung up shingle and said, out of business. Really? So they don't believe, well-meaning Christians, they don't believe Jesus heals today. Really? We don't believe that at all. That's absolutely wrong. It's the wrong understanding. Now, let me show you lots of reasons, but let me give you, in the middle is there. I know God heals. He doesn't heal everybody. Every one of us have proof of that. But I do know that God heals. So where do we find this? 
take a look at what Jesus said to us, and this is where I get great strength. In John 14, 12, Jesus said to his disciples, I'm leaving you, but you're going to have the Holy Spirit in you. And when the Holy Spirit has come in you, you're going to do, watch, I'll read it. I tell you the truth, anyone who has faith in me, how many of you have faith on our campuses this morning, have faith in God? So anyone that has faith in me will do what I've been doing. What was Jesus doing? Casting out demons and healing people of the sick, forgiving sin, sharing the gospel. That's for all of us. And will do what I've been doing. In fact, he or she will do even greater things than these because there's thousands and millions of us versus one Jesus because I'm going to the Father. So see, that promise of continued ministry is for you and me. Nowhere in the Bible does God say he closed the doors. Dr. Jesus doesn't have office hours anymore. I'm glad he has office hours 24-7. That's our God this morning. Now, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand in a moment, but if you have ever been supernaturally healed, or you know a friend that's been supernaturally healed, what I mean by that is you had this, and you went to the doctors, and they said, there's no hope, this is impossible, and, or, or you went through a surgery, and they said, I don't think you'll ever get through the surgery, you got through the surgery, and in your office visit afterward, the doctor said this, uh... There's no explanation for this. I don't really know how you're well. I have no idea why you're living. In our baptism yesterday, we had two people. They didn't even know I'm teaching on this. And they just said both of them were basically pronounced you're dead. It ain't going to happen. And they're both alive. They're there getting baptized. And, and they said, the doctor said to them, I have no explanation yet. Now, either that's happened to you or you know it's happened to somebody. They've been supernaturally healed outside of man's ability. Could I, could I see your hand? Just hold it up and I'll look around you. Okay. God doesn't heal today. Really? What century did you live in? While the apostles were alive? No, you live where? Today. Could you just say it with me this morning? God heals today. Let's do it. God heals today. Amen. Do we understand everything? No. But we know, no. He heals. He heals. Now, with that, understand how does he heal? Now, let me give you this morning three ways. God heals, first of all, medically through doctors, surgery, and medicine. You know, that was my field for many years. Luke was a physician. God heals medically through doctors and surgery and medicine. Back in 1997, just as we got the church started, I had open-heart surgery. Nothing ever wrong with me. Took my chest apart, didn't even know if I was going to make it or whatever. Didn't have a heart attack, but I had arteries placed in. Cut my legs, and ever since then, I take one little medicine. I don't have high blood pressure, a little cholesterol medicine. Who healed me? Well, the surgery healed me. But who gave the surgeons the brilliance to do me? God. The little medicine. Who came up with that? You said, Pastor Mark, what kind of person are you that take medicine? A smart person. <laughs> a person that can speak to you now versus a bourbon shake. <laughs> so we know that happens. Amen? Amen? Praise God for doctors this morning. We have people, and it's just ridiculous. Now, ultimately, can God heal me without a doctor? You'll see that? Absolutely. Second way God heals us, through natural body processes. You say, what do you mean by that? Here's the way I say that. Man can sew you up, but God's the one that heals you up. Uh, while we were in Israel, one night toward the end, I was moving some luggage around and got off balance and fell, and I got a rug burn. Anybody ever had a rug burn? Ah! That's why we have no rugs in our house now. We have these tile floors and stuff. Forget it. But that's about 10 days ago. I have brand new pink skin. 
like a baby's bottom. <laughs> Ladies, fall down, rub your face. <laughs> oh, let, let's move on. You see, how, how, how is this happening? It's the natural process of healing that God's put in our body. Can I hear an amen? amen? That's what happens. See, a doctor can set a bone, but who heals it? God. It's amazing. And number three, God also heals miraculously. You and I have seen that. All of us have experienced that. One time I took my wife to a hospital, ovarian cyst, back uh, when we lived in Merritt Island. She was going the next day. They had already done two x-rays, and she was going the next day to have it removed. So we just prayed. And we went down. They said, we're taking one more x-ray uh, just before we know so we can finalize where it is. Took the x-ray. There's no cyst. I danced out of the hospital. <laughs> I was the director of pharmacy. They're looking at me. What? I said, God healed. And that testimony impacted lots of people. But I remember when I was growing up, my mother had breast cancer. Pastor's wife. People from everywhere prayed for her. She died in her early 40s. See, I don't, I don't understand it. But I knew God supernaturally can heal. So here's the last thing I want you to write. All healing comes from God. All healing ultimately comes from God. It is supernatural. Even the rug burn, it's supernatural. And, and it's received by faith. Now, understand why do I say all healing comes from God? It's the Lord that heals. It's not the oil. It's not the elders. It's not the praying of faith. It's not even the gift of faith or the gift of healing. It is the Lord. Now, see, when the elders are here and there's going to be prayer counselors at all of our campuses at the end, they're going to be praying for you if you have a need. And lots of people think this. Well, the pastor is the one I want to go to. So you, you want to get in line for me. I'm not special. I don't have anything. It's the Lord that heals. Now, I was at the baptism yesterday, and a, a couple of people I, I didn't know, they, they came up to me and they said this, you are short. <laughs> Thank you. So I guarantee they will not be in the line for me to pray for them this morning. <laughs> You're short. What if I'm 6'5", you have faith in me? What's up with that? Don't ever think it's you. And by the way, the prayer of faith, whose faith is it? turns God on. It's not the person being prayed for, because you know when I'm sick, usually I don't have enough faith for that. It's the person who's praying for them that has the faith. God gives them that gift of faith as they pray for the individual. Now, so what do we do with all this healing stuff? Well, we're told to obey the word. We're told to come and pray. Don't be prideful this morning. Anytime you're sick and you have an issue, you just come. We ask people to pray for us, whether it's at home or in a small group or, or in the church. In the end, we pray for God to heal, but we just leave the results to who? God. In today's message, we learn that no matter how much we might know about the Bible, there are still plenty of mysteries for us to ponder. In our study, Pastor Mark reflected on the mystery of divine healing. Sometimes we hear of people being radically healed, while others might recover slowly or not at all. This, of course, brings us several questions which Pastor Mark addressed in today's message. Maybe you're listening right now and God has placed a certain person on your heart that needs to hear this message. Or maybe you'd like to share it with all of your friends. 
There's a simple way to share this message. Log on to Lessons for Living Radio and click on the radio program option in the main menu. There, you'll find the Lessons for Living media player. In the Messages tab, simply click on today's date. Then you can share today's message directly on your Facebook page, Twitter feed, or send a link via email. You can even embed today's message directly. Again, to share today's message with friends and family members, log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com. Click on the radio program button, then simply click on today's date. You'll find all the options to share. Now be sure and tune in next time as we'll cover a few misconceptions about sickness and health. In our study, Pastor Mark will clear up some confusion in regards to sin and how it might affect our health in mind, body, and spirit. We'll learn that although we might experience negative health effects from harboring guilt of our sin, none of us are directly condemned by the sin itself. Well, that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. From all of the production team here at Lessons for Living, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. Together, let's do life right. in a hurry.